I am the original Jamaican Dandara. Yo, don't ever say nothing about the Raptors no more, man. Ever! In Milwaukee, game five, they won by six. Came back home to game six. In man, the six. fuck the Raptors. They won by six. That's three, six. Them talk about the mark of the beast. Well, okay. I guess we are the mark of the motherfucking beast. We don't want to run for the Raptors. Leonard, Larry, Gasol, and the rest of the team. Hey, Drake, them gone to Bamba Clad Far now, man. Boo. Fire upon them Hey, that, that was pretty smooth though, SP. That was smooth. <laughs> SP be beatboxing on the side and shit. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Council of Clutch episode number 20. I would say it in Spanish, but I don't know how to say it. Um, Benite. Whatever he said. <laughs> I'm your boy. I'm your boy Kyle. Today I'm joined by Q. Your SP. Hola, mis amigos. And Roy. Yo, that's me. I'm in the building. Holla at me. All right, so we want to go ahead and jump into the NBA playoffs. We finally made it to the finals. We already knew the Warriors was going to make it, sadly. Um, but Toronto came out the East with a six-game series with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Kawhi Leonard is out here balling. Like rolling and spalling. As Wayne once said, <laughs> but Roy don't want to get it, man. No, don't know. Uh, Roy and Skip Bayless, preferably, I'm uh, not preferably, but uh, specifically, don't want to get this man no credit. So, uh, what's y'all take on the um, Milwaukee series, and uh, what's going to be your predictions for the finals? We're going to start off with Roy since he don't really care for real. Man, you know what? I think Milwaukee, the the inexperience and the youth got to him because they had the best record coming into the playoffs. Best record in the league, number one seed. They supposed to go ahead and close that thing out when they started 2-0. But, you know, things happen. Giannis will learn from it. They'll be back. Uh, the Raptors probably will never make another Eastern Conference final. So, But I got faith that, that the, the Bucks will they'll find a way to make, you know, make up for their miscues and they'll get back to it. And uh, good luck to the Warriors. I got the Warriors in five. They're going to give them one game, you know, to the Raptors just for NBA ratings and whatnot. Of course, light-skinned niggas always go for the Warriors, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, Hey, listen, man, Steph has had a tough year, had to deal with that light-skinned woman at home. <laughs> That's stressful. I, I feel for that brother. So he deserves another title. And I really want them to win it without KD so KD can just leave and then my Spurs can have a chance possibly. Hey, it's funny that you mentioned KD. Uh, Curry's been averaging almost 36 points a game since he got injured. I don't know about Curry. 41, almost 42% uh, from the three-point line. So he he's been uh, relieving his stress out on the court from uh, Aisha out here. <laughs> yeah, he he got to he got to be lights out on the court because he ain't getting none at home right now. Ooh, she too busy or, on Instagram. Or, or is he not giving that out? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, yeah. Because of the type of brother she he on, is, he probably saving himself right now. She on punishment for the, right for the now. playoffs. He's yeah, yeah for the playoffs. No, for after he's, after the season though. Yeah. Oh yeah, after the season, after the season is like, she uh, gotta no, go. For no, no kid. Have no kid. Yeah. He's trying to make sure. He's trying to make sure he get a Finals MVP. He's tired of people joking about <laughs> him. He's tired of people joking on him. <laughs> hey, it's their fifth. It's their fifth appearance though. Fifth one in a row since uh, I think Larry Bird's Celtics. Just, just the fifth. Had to mm-hmm. find a way to get mm-hmm. the Celtics in there, huh? Who won the other? Oh yeah, because it's the. Got oh yeah, you. you said oh. this is the fifth. Yeah, I got you. Since we're speaking of the Celtics, the Raptors uh, being a first time in the NBA Finals. Uh, they're the first team since the 2010 Celtics to reach the NBA Finals without LeBron on their roster. First Eastern Conference team right, since all these, 2010. All these stats are cute, but uh, what do you think about the actual? Uh, <laughs> what's your prediction? And what's Damn, <laughs> you just said, the fuck what he had to say. He just said, fuck all you had to write. Everything that SP had to say. Just like, he hitting on the numbers, man. Damn, man. Hey, the numbers don't lie. Hey, 
But since you was talking about the 2010 Celtics, you know, uh, that's pretty wild that they ain't been a finals without LeBron since 2010. Facts. It's almost like a half, that's half a decade. Like, that's really why the East had a chance this year because LeBron left. Because low-key, I mean, the East is LeBron. 100%. Yeah, but with the addition of Kawhi now and there, he kind of – well, I ain't going to say he necessarily running the East because you still got Embiid, but he's not consistent. Yeah, Philly let us down too. I thought Philly was going to give us more than they did. I was a little disappointed in that. I don't know why, man. You got Ben Simmons at point guard. I don't know why you thought that was going to go far. Hey, low key though, this is a good moment for the year though. This is the first Drake team that's actually been successful. <laughs> well, you got to remember he got a Steph Curry tattoo and a Kevin Durant tattoo too. So, but he is a Raptors yeah. fan. This, the, you know what it really is though. Why they being successful? The Raptors, the only team he really a fan of. <laughs> the rest of them teams he be rooting for, you know, it just be bad mojo. He just be be dig ride for real, for real. I think it's a, I think it's by default. I don't what, think the Raptors. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if, how long he's been a Raptors fan. I let to uh, <laughs> check him on his fandom. I mean, when he was, you got to think, though, Drake not that much older than us. So when he was growing up, if he really from Toronto, <laughs> I mean, Vince yeah. Carter and Tracy McGrady, they probably would have made you a Raptors fan back then. Only show in town. Well, well as far as NBA. <laughs> they got hockey, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Maple Leafs. And Blue yeah. Jays baseball. Hey, that was funny. Y'all was talking. Though. I had to, I really had to look that joint up. That if the Raptors win, would they go to the prime minister's or the parliament? And that's what they really would do. Uh, parliament yeah, is government, so technically they wouldn't go to parliament. Hey, I mean, what if, you know what if, I mean? If, if Obama yeah. was there, they definitely probably would have Oh, they would have definitely pulled up. They, would, oh, yeah, yeah, they, they would, would do both, but being that I think I look in like, hey, like but 95% think, uh, of their team black, so they're definitely not going. I don't think any NBA I, team would go anywhere. Like any NBA nah. team, nah. There's too many nah. black people on the team. Why not? Y'all don't think they want to meet the president? Not even nah. remotely. All right, so SP, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was your take on the last series, and uh, what's your predictions on the finals? Um, well, as far as the Warriors series, you kind of knew how that was going to go. Um, oh, we were talking about that, man. Why you bring it up? <laughs> we talked about that last week, man. That's old stuff. But uh, as far as the Raptors and the Bucks. I'm not can't say that I'm surprised with the conclusion of that. I felt like Giannis was gonna get exposed a little bit anyway, as far as like his lack of uh, mid range game and his uh, need to improve his three point efficiency. Uh, but besides that, uh, I'm pretty happy the Raptors went ahead and took it and going to the finals first appearance. Um, there were one of six teams, actually, who have yet to reach the finals at the beginning of this year, so they can cross that off their list. Uh, and I think that Kawhi, the acquisition of number two, helped out a lot as far as them uh, reaching this pinnacle thus far. I personally uh, believe this will be their match, um, Warriors in five or six, but um, – I don't, I'm hoping that Durant doesn't come back so that Curry can go ahead and win his MVP and Man, shut some people up. <laughs> <laughs> plus, plus, I kind of just want them to win without Durant in, in general so that he – because with them winning without him, it kind of solidifies and stamps the fact that they don't need him for real. Everybody knew he didn't need him. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's the proof is in the pudding type situation. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Um, but I will say this, uh, Draymond, I think is going to be the, uh, the wild card of the series. He's been playing really well. Numbers, uh, rebounds, assists, blocks, I think points too are up from regular season. And, um, even since Durant got injured, I mean, he stepped his game up in addition to Curry stepping his up. Yeah, he played trash in the regular season, so I don't want too much, too much. You got to do to, you know, <laughs> raise those stakes. I mean, a lot of them, a lot of them don't play up to par in the uh, regular season compared to the postseason because they. I mean, we know the story with them. They pretty much sleepwalk through everything except for the semis of the Western Conference NBA uh, NBA playoffs. 
That's when they wake up. Warriors in three. You talk to the wrong mic. That's the bad thing about it. It, it still hurt. <laughs> no, nah. we, we, def, we definitely heard him say Warriors in three. No, nah, yeah, but uh, it's, it's two mics here. I got a. Uh, I got Warriors. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say six. I'm Toronto gonna sneak. They gonna sneak some in because uh, Golden State they play. They kind of play down to their competition sometimes, and put themselves in awkward situations. Like every game against Portland, they was down like at least 15 at some point, and had to fight their way back. So if they were playing down, they could have easily just blew Portland out. But they played down to that. So if they do the same thing against Toronto, I think Toronto going to sneak a, a game or two in. But, uh, yeah, or I got Warriors in six. The whole KD thing, I, they they can win without KD. It'll be interesting to see if he come back. And Boogie as well because they, they already listed him as questionable. So if he come back, he try, he ain't, I don't think he's going to do a whole lot, but he's just trying to show that he's healthy. So he can get somebody to sign him for next year. But if Durant come back or you don't come back, I still think he's going regardless. So I think Boogie in that situation where he trying to rush back because it's like it's like that guy who won a state ring, but he only uh he only participated on special teams, <laughs> but he's still playing the game. Yeah. I think it's that type of situation. I think he want to be like, yeah, I played in the NBA Finals, even though he didn't really do much. I only think it's it's that. I think he legitimately – because I don't think Golden State will sign him back. And ain't nobody else going to really be trying to sign him back if they don't know how healthy he is. So I think he want to get out there and let everybody know before the offseason even start that, all right, I'm back, I'm good, I'm healthy. Somebody pay me some money. Because if not, you go into the offseason, everybody going to be signing free agents and looking over you. And then you can be one of those third, fourth, fifth options. You so you you really think that he can change people's mind within a week span? Not change, not participation, change, not changing their mind, but just showing that he's able to get on the court and play compared to still being out or questionable or he still hurt ish. Because if he can play and he can show he ain't hobbling around and he looked pretty solid, then teams have had that in mind when they come to sign a free agents and stuff like that. But I ain't saying like he can go out there and, and people gonna be thinking that he uh boogie of old. So basically, you saying it's like a he playing for a contract. It's it's like a basically the last thing I saw is in in my um in the back of my mind type situation. Yeah. Because besides that, I was about to say I don't really see that making much of a difference as far as a team saying that they're willing to take that risk. And pay him that money for the, him to play for them. I mean, he already showed that he he could come back as far as from the major injury that he had mm-hmm. that set him back and made him have to sign with them in the first place. So he still got to come give him something though. Yeah, it's just like showing. He like, already did. Yeah, I but, mean the playoffs like that. You, yeah, you he can did. Be, well, listen, you can be great all regular season, but if he come get him three good games, like 15, 15 minutes, he could go from making three million to ten million just like that. Yeah. He's he not gonna get no max deal, he, but we talking about just increasing what he would. Yeah, he built. He's just trying to build his stock back up because right now he 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 looking at a veteran minimum. Yeah, or or maybe a, a two three million you know per season type deal, which still trash compared to who he is and who he was two years ago. Yeah, so he, like I said, he ain't he ain't gonna he ain't gonna change no minds. The only thing they gonna know is all right, he coming into training camp when we sign him, he good already. Not he coming in and we gotta still rehab him and he ain't gonna play until. January again, like he did last year. But either way, Warriors in three. Somehow that works, right? All right. So uh, speaking of Warriors, uh, Clay Thompson missed out on uh, a big payday. To kind of explain what I mean by that is the NBA released their all teams. Uh, they're all teams first, second, and third. And first team uh, all NBA was Giannis Atatakumbo, uh, Wardell Curry, Paul George. James Harden and Nikola Jokic. Second team, we got KD, Joel Embiid, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, and Dame Dollar. And then third team, we got Rudy Gobert, somehow Blake Griffin. I don't know. Uh, LeBron James. He had a good good season. 
It's Blake Griffin. He still had a good season. LeBron James, uh, Kimball Walker, and Russell Westbrook. Now, the reason why this is so big with Klay Thompson, uh, him, Bradley Bill, and Kimball Walker basically were like some of, some of the top three players where if they would have made first team all NBA, they would have been able to be eligible for what's called the Supermax. Basically, what the Supermax is, is your team that you currently belong to, they can offer you the biggest contract out of any team as free agency. So when they broke the math down, Clay Thompson pretty much lost $23 because he didn't make all team. So what happened? All NBA. So basically, he found out when it was at practice, uh, somebody from the uh, press was like, hey, did you know they uh, released the team? She was like, oh, they did? Yeah, he was like, oh, what's up? He was like, yeah, you didn't make it. <laughs> so he was like, oh, you saw his face change. So basically, he was like, who made it? He was like, oh, yeah, you were behind Kyrie, uh, Kimber, and, uh, and Westbrook. He was like, oh, that's crazy. You know, and he said something to the effect of, oh, you would think, you know, going to the finals five times would mean something. And I don't really think that it's that many guards out here better than me. So as far as for that, two questions for y'all. One, do you think that was like an appropriate answer for the situation? You know, and then two, how do y'all feel about Klay Thompson not making all NBA first, second or third team? Repeat and pull for four. Nah, you should have oh. been listening, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, Clay, uh, I don't even know half the questions you just asked, be honest with you. Half the questions would be one question, but that's cool. I, I, <laughs> I asked two I, questions. I, I, Clay, Clay not gonna miss out on twenty three million. I mean, he ain't get the money, so he ain't know he was gonna make it anyway. Like he still be rich. He won't get the super, super max, but he'll get a max contract, so he'll be okay. Um he did get snubbed though. I, I looked at I just heard the third team list. I won't even listen to the first two. But the third team list alone, you said Rudy Gobert and and Blake Griffin. You got you got to go against guards though. Yeah, it's not it's, who the guards on the list. Russ and, uh, and Kimball and Kimball Walker. Ah, yeah, he didn't deserve it. <laughs> he not better than Kimball. Kimball probably could have been second team if they was on a winning team. Yeah. And Russ would have been Russ would have been third regardless, because people starting to realize Russ just a stat stuffer. Hey, but those stats still get you all NBA though. So. They do. That's what I'm saying. He's going to always make All-NBA because he's going to get the numbers. Who was on second team? I know first team was probably Clay and, and, and uh, Kyrie and Dane. Who was first team? Because I thought Dane would have made first. Uh, Stephen the, James Harden. Yeah, Stephen James. See, I don't really. Do they use? They only use two guards or three? Two. two. Just like a See, real, I wish they would have used front court, back court. Either way, you're still going to fall out with two guards. Yeah, it's going to be two guards. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm just thinking because most of these three, well, most of the dudes that play the three now really could be a guard, low key. Now, with most, um, technically, of, I get what you're saying. Yeah. A, a lot you know, of media. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, a lot of media uh, players, I mean, not players, but a lot of media personality was kind of upset about it, reporters. They were basically saying the NBA kind of forces their hand of picking people that they don't really feel deserves a spot. They might as well just yeah. say, because like the whole Rudy Gobert versus, uh, Jokic, like yeah. they feel like Gobert led the league in blocks, so why should he not be first team? But again, you can't really put him there if Jokic had a better season than him, right? Um, and then also, uh, it was somebody else. I forgot who it was. It was a center. Uh, oh, Joel Embiid. There was like Joel Embiid versus Jokic also. Embiid played better than Jokic, but at the same time, you got to do first, second, and third team. So a lot of them were saying, you might as well just let us pick our, our the best 15 players. But NBA, yeah, NBA, that's what I think they should go to. It's just like the All Star game, though. NBA makes you pick positions, so you know. Yeah. Until they fix but it's, that, it's so. not the same league no more because Embiid is a center through and through. But hell, he could he I mean, I can say he could play be a forward or a small forward, but no, he take more center. threes than your no, average small forward. He's, he's a stretch center. Don't even don't even do that. <laughs> he can't. What move. you mean? He can't. He no, can't he move like forward. No, he ain't a forward. He, he not. He not. He not. Hell, he a better guy. athlete than Ben Simmons. <laughs> well, Ben Simmons, no, I ain't even go that. But yeah, yeah he's a point guard, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, uh, true. That man, that man's a, that man's a small forward that can't shoot. Still in money. He's six ten. Still in money. Guard. Take his ass back to Australia. Yeah. So uh, my questions though were: one, do you think it was an appropriate way to answer that question? Was he right for answering it that way? Um, and then two, do you deserve it? So you answered the first, uh, second question. What was the, the first question? Do you feel like he answered it in like a appropriate way? Pretty much throwing everybody else under the bus. Like, do you really think it's that many guards better than me? 
Yeah, he 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 had to he had to flex one time, bro. Cause everybody think Clay just some light skinned nice kid. So he had to he had to set the tempo. I let respect, these dudes know. I respect Clay more than anybody else on the Warriors because he keep it real, like honestly. Like he's he he's, he not passive aggressive. He say how he feel. He ain't on no no sneaky stuff. He say what he feel, and I always respect that about him. Um, minus that he looked like John B, but you know, other than that, always. <laughs> what, you got, what you got against John B? Yeah, that's they tough. Kyle. They don't. They don't know. But, Damn. Um, <laughs> hey, we, see you, we see what you did there. No, but no, seriously though, um, I always respected Clay more than uh, anybody else on the Warriors, just off his personality. Because um, it, it seems like he's the actual genuine one. Draymond seems like he's a fake tough guy. Steph is seems like he's just trying to be that preacher guy, like that, that the preacher kid. And KD, once he left, you know, he snake. So, but SP, how you feel about uh, Clay's comments? And do you think he deserve uh, any all NBA accolades? I had to say it that way because I know that's how you're probably going to come back. <laughs> uh, as far as how he said it, I feel like me personally, I don't like to judge things of that nature because, I mean, I feel like freedom of speech, free world, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he has, he has the freedom to voice his opinion. However, he so chooses to, but, uh, as far as the accolades, um, accolades, I, I would say, um, Bradley Bill has a stronger argument. Um, I feel like when you're talking about the, role that they both play on their respective teams bradley bill uh is asked to do a lot more in order for his team to succeed uh that to say that his team is more dependent on his uh effectiveness as far as their success um so i would say that he 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 deserves a stronger shot he had a i think he had a career year this year um so really strong numbers him and kimba actually if you compare the two, um, are fairly close, uh, equal points per game this year. I think Kimba had him on three-point percentage, but then Bill had a, a stronger uh, field goal percentage, more rebounds uh, on average. Uh, the big differential there, I think, that gave Kimba the nod was uh, the fact that it's plus or minus. He was 43-plus. Bill was negative uh, 106. So, uh Obviously, that's a little lopsided, but um, as far as Clay, uh, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to give a guy credit when he's the third best option on the team. Now, granted, I mean, he's a great player, probably one of the most streakiest players in the history of the league. And when I say that, I mean, once he gets hot, I mean, it's like NBA Jam. <laughs> he damn near can shoot from anywhere, and I mean, he gets hot like, like turn the stove from zero to high. So, uh, I'm not surprised by him not getting the all-NBA uh, credentials. And um, do I think he's deserving? Simply put, no. Word. All right. So, that's two for two. Uh, what you got, Q? Uh, first question, I mean, you got to say that. You got to feel like you're deserving of awards and all that stuff. So, I ain't, that ain't really bothered me. Do I do I think he got snubbed? Nah, because one, he wasn't even the the next man, the first man off the list. Bradley Bill was the first man off, so even if they didn't give it to Kimba, it'd been Bradley Bill. So he missed out on that point. As far as the money, I don't really care about that. He's he's rich. He's he's fine regardless. <laughs> That's that ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah. But uh, like numbers wise, like as people saying, Kimba and uh. And Bill had better numbers than him. Both of them averaged 25, 25-5-5 for Bradley and 25-4-5 and five for Kimba. Clay came in with 21-3-3-2. And how Clay plays, and like SP said, him being a third option on the team, that hurt him. The only thing that I can say he has a uh, – he could have used to help bump him up is the fact that he was second-team all-defense. But outside of that, like, if we just going off strictly numbers or PPR and all that stuff like that, he he wasn't better than them, let alone if you take – well, Kimba and, uh, and Bradley Bill, both of them are 
they're scorers, but they can create their own shot play. Not that guy. You're not going to get Clay to rock and let him come up court and he going to set his own stuff up. Clay coming off pick screens and all that type of stuff. So the, the way they the way they had to go get what they got to go get is, is different. And it leans towards Kimba and, and Bradley a lot more than Clay. So he he just caught the L. He just got to live with it. That's just that's, that's pretty much all it is. So I don't think he deserved deserved that spot on the uh on the third team. Like I said, Russ gonna be up there off stats alone, and everybody else up there, it was up there. So that kind of was yeah, what it is. All right, cool. So uh, we haven't talked hip hop in a while, so we're gonna go ahead and move over to hip hop real quick. Um, so Meek Mill, uh, the DA finally came out. I believe they did it already again, like before. But DA finally came out and said that uh, the judge needs to be removed from the case. Um, this lady has been pretty much the Teflon Donis, if that's a word. <laughs> She's pretty much been untouchable, and uh, people have been trying to get her off the case for a minute. And the DA finally came out and said, hey, she needs to get off. And uh, what probably really kind of hit that one is uh, Meek Mill had a concert, I think it was in Dubai. And it was like 440000 or something like that. And uh, they, they submitted the paperwork way in advance. And uh, they can't prove it, but it says she kind of purposely agreed to do it. Like I'm sorry, not agreed to do it, but she purposely approved it like a day late. So he couldn't go over there. She also banned him from, uh, not banned him, but didn't allow him to go to Canada uh, doing this, the Philly versus the Raptors series. So uh, the DA finally came out and said, we got to get her off that case. So I don't really know where that's going to go, uh, but just felt like it needed to be talked about. Um so, uh, do y'all have any feelings on that, or we should just move on to the next topic? Nah, man, I think that that this is this is kind of groundbreaking, to be honest, uh, monumental, uh, for lack of a better term, because think about it. Usually, uh, you would think now, not exactly working together, but to some degree, the judge and the DA are in cahoots because they're. Now, a judge is supposed to be impartial, quote unquote, but essentially they're working for the same, for the same cause, for justice, quote unquote. So, for a DA to come out and say that a judge needs to be removed, I think um, that speaks volumes to what's going on in this case, and uh, from everything that I've seen and read up to her attending. Uh, the community service venue that Meek Mill was performing his community service at. I mean, I agree. Who does that? <laughs> that was like the first straw. Like, all right, she popped up at his community service a couple years ago. <laughs> like, who does that? You know, like, then <laughs> you sign the paperwork and say you did it. But she actually popped up. Um, then you had the whole uh, thing where allegedly she was trying to get him to leave Rock Nation um, to go to whoever she had connections with. Also, she wanted him to allegedly remake Down on Midnight by a voice to man, give her a shout out. <laughs> so, a whole bunch of, you know, stuff there. Um, but, you know, this man been on probation since like, what, like 09, 08, something like that. So, you know, hopefully uh, this goes in a, in a way where he's going to finally get off. He served his time, man. Doug, I, I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but. I just found out somebody, um, they were telling me that they knew somebody that was on probation for 20 years. Sheesh. No police Bruh. contact, no traffic stops, no nothing. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, being on, I mean, because I know a lot of times when people are on probation, like, you on pins and needles, like, you know what I'm saying, P's and Q's, making sure you don't take that one faulty step that could lead you into more BS and back into the system. But 20 years, dog, that you got to live like that? That's crazy. Man, I don't know. Uh, I might have to, I might have to holler at the judge. We got to revisit this. We got to, <laughs> and then we exercise all options. Yeah, can, can I, can I just do some time real quick or something? Like, I, I'll go back in and <laughs> man, be waiting. <laughs> Y'all see the picture of this lady, bro? She looked like she hate black men. Hey, man, they grew up in the same neighborhood, <laughs> so she might be one of those, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of one of Meek's old heads turned her down, and she went to law school. <laughs> said, I'm, "Hey, said I'm building cases on all you niggas." That's all that happened. 
Now she trying to take the whole hood down. Hey. This is good news, man. Uh, I I don't Q don't care. So Q, can you go ahead and introduce your topic? Damn, nah, that's crazy. I really don't. I, won't, I haven't been following this. I, uh, I ain't got nothing to do. He with was me. he was poli- he was he was why politicking to get it out out of the lineup for the whole week. So why you don't care about uh, me, dog? Yeah, it ain't got nothing to do with me for real. <laughs> See, I'm, a, I'm a fan now. I'm a fan now after that championship. That's that's right. Right. No, the album, the album was dope, and I yeah, I really didn't listen to me before that album outside of the the uh, black Negro spiritual that he got. Yeah, when the water so, running. Um, but yeah, I, like as far as court stuff, I, I don't necessarily. Only thing that I remember that I thought was crazy was the whole popping the Willie thing from from the get go. Outside of that, it was just like. Uh, Damn, that's fucked up. But or a hey, side note, I'm a I'm a Nipsey fan now too. All right, anyway, Q, can you go ahead and uh, introduce your topic, man? <laughs> when we got time for that trolling, man. Not for real. That John on Khaled album higher. That John five. I listen to that John at least once a day. Yeah, it do hit. Or as uh, the young people say, slaps. Nah, I ain't saying that. <laughs> hey, Ruben, slap. <laughs> 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 hey, chill. Shout out to oh, Slap, man. man. Chill. Jam on. Hey, dog, that nigga really went through high school being called Slap. Know, it, was middle, it was middle school. That's crazy. School. That's crazy. Hey, he started to embrace it towards yeah, the end. He did, most definitely. <laughs> he just started, he realized that it was no getting away from that. He had no choice. Didn't Smitty call him Slapums? Or am I tripping? <laughs> I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. It was crazy. Hey, one time for the hey, homie Slap, man. That's funny. Well, leading to the uh, to the next topic, got an interesting one. I seen a video on this a couple of weeks ago. It was talking about uh, basically is Will Smith underrated as a rapper? And a guy was talking about a different different stuff that he's done and how he he was in his Will Smith was in his top ten. And like I said, just talking about the different accolades and all this, that, and third. So my question to you. Negroes is uh, what do you not not where do you see see Will Smith in y'all top ten? Because then we had to go through a top ten and all the extra stuff that's unnecessary. But like, how do you? He said unnecessary. How do you see Will Smith as <laughs> in the rap like in the rap game? Like, do you respect him as a rapper or like just how do you see him overall? And we'll let Kyle go last because I know he got a lot to say. <laughs> I don't got too much to say, man. It depends on what y'all say. Yeah, so either I, if y'all trigger me with a certain phrase or a certain statement, that's when I'm gonna go in. But I ain't. I'm gonna chill. Okay. I got. I got to edit this. What y'all got? Hold on. In, in our weekly. Hold on one second, Roy. In our weekly, uh, Carrie Hilson update. You been checking her out this week on Instagram, man? Hey, cuz I was actually gonna interrupt you like mid-topic, like ten minutes ago, and say, did you see that post she just dropped? <laughs> All right, just make it sure. Oh my god! All right, so uh, yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. She I'm sent not... one to Cal earlier. <laughs> yeah, the one with the telescope. That that was that's for me. But nah, say nah. I ain't gonna front to you, bro. If, if I'm saying if you do marry her, <laughs> you just gonna have to forget looking at her. Ah, uh, y'all fantasies are funny. But uh, back to what we was talking about. Who who who? who no, that's not a fantasy, bro. We're not gonna hold on. Now, hey, we're not gonna skip over the fact she really be DMing. <laughs> Like, hey, so you all you other chicks that's trying to holler at Cal, y'all better step y'all Which game nobody, up. But that's because cool. if Kerry Hilson flew my boy out, he is gone. Flew them out, though. Flew them out. Hey, listen, because if she pull up to the baby, <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I, I ain't even gonna talk to the nigga no more because I ain't worthy if she pull up to the basement, man. Anyway, man, no, <laughs> no, nah, nah, let's talk about this. To We're here now. You said what? Q, Q, who you talked to? Was it SP or was it Roy? You just tossed the question in there. It don't matter. All right. Nah, nah. We ain't worried about Will Smith right now. We talking about you carrying in his basement. <laughs> Two of those things don't exist. <laughs> Me and carrying in the basement. You said two of them. So Me which one exists? thing in the basement. Those two things don't exist. Nah, nah. You're a lot of people. <laughs> You're a lot of me. I, I know no, you're a lot of me. So. Man. Ah, here you go with this modesty. That's anyway, crazy. Cal make a million dollars now. He won't be modest. Wow. wow. Hey, bro, how you feel about uh? Unbelievable. How you, how you feel about uh, Will Smith as a rapper, man. You respect him? 
Yeah, that nigga old, bro. What, so what that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nigga old, so I don't know. He's old, bro. It, it. I be, I be. What can I say? Will Smith probably had some fire hits back in the day. Fresh Prince intro theme song is still the best song he ever had in my mind. Um, Men in Black had a couple hits on it. We was all singing Men in Black uh, theme song for the first one. Remember they had the glasses with the mirror on the side? Nah, nah. <laughs> Somebody remember nah, in this chat. Nah, what do y'all nah, think? Nah. Got? Well, I had them at least. My lame man. But, uh, he said my lame. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really... <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I, hey, listen, bro. Y'all know I live in my own world, so I don't really be caring no, about it. Yeah, we know you live in that old world with that, 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 that Yankee fitted you done had. This man had an Argyle. No, Yan- this nigga had an Argyle Yankee fitted that was like Easter color. Two things that don't matter. Two things that don't match. Argyle and Easter. Hey, had the shoes to match, hey, too. Man, look, when you Ooh. fresh, you fresh. Ooh. Hey boy, had the big buckle with the R on. So he was with his man G unit shoving in peddlers. I wasn't in peddlers though. I was in no, Marshall. Hey, speaking of speaking of, I ain't gonna put his real name out. Speaking of G unit, I remember we, was, <laughs> we had we, we just got out of practice right, and uh, everybody was was standing. You know how the little area right in front of the locker room that we used to just kind of meet up at before everybody go to the cars and everything. So we was in the front, and uh, G unit was like. Hey, yo, Fields, why my J's don't like yours in the bottom? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all know crazy. Fields don't talk. Like, well, Fields ain't talk like that for real, right? He looked them right in his face and was like, because mine's real. And he was like, you right, you right, you right. <laughs> but he had the, ten, he had the tens tough. on his, and like on the bottom of his tens, you know, the red and white joints, how the tens got the, uh, on the words, on the parts where the words is gray, and then the rest of it is about um, red. His jokes was like turning black. So he was like, why your jokes don't look like mine? But the fact that he got feelings to say that junk, man, that was weak. But uh, Pellas Village, man, that was, that was the spot for him. He's in a better spot in life, though. Yeah, so now he winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw an inspiring post the other day. Yeah, he's doing big things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad. SP, what you got, man? What you got on Willard Smith? Will Smith? Uh, above average rapper. What's what's your bar and for it, average? What's my thought for average? What's your bar for average in his class? Because you can't say Lil Uzi. I need somebody like like actually in his chameleonaire. <laughs> chameleonaire is an average rapper. <laughs> are we talking about uh the the chameleonaire CD that everybody got, or are we talking about chameleonaire before he blew up? <laughs> We, we talking riding dirty and or we talking like Switcher House, like before all that. Oh, you talking? I just, I just need I just need a scale. We, we talking riding dirty. So you talking about the pistol and there's the PlayStation controller? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I got my bar. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah, hey, I ain't got much to say about Will Smith as a rapper. Um, I mean, I feel like he was. It'd be interesting to see him rapping in this day and age. Let's put it that way. I feel like he was one of them rappers where you can't really transition his, the music, the music and the rap music and his content that he made was for his era. I'll put it that way. So it's on you, Quinn, Quintavious. He got uh, the notes out. Nah, he about I, to be the trigger. Nah, I, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> Just because I mean, he ain't somebody that you think about rap wise. When they talk about rappers, obviously because he won't cussing and talking about drugs and all the stereotypical rap things. But um, he got hits and like not like oh he just got good song hits. He got like classic hits. So that that weighs that weighs a lot when you talking about talking about music and people who whose music gonna be around forever. Like Miami, obviously that's everybody. Getting jiggy with it, just the two of us. Uh, shit, he even when he came All back and samples dro- and remakes, by the way. And he even dropped Switch, which was later. What'd you say? What'd you say, Kev? I said all samples and remakes of popular songs from you know previous decades. Does that not make it a still a good song? No, nah, just you just give him <laughs> a lot of credit. 
I mean, no, normally when you remake a popular song, you know, that doesn't change the fact niggas remake popular songs that are trash all the time. That's that's cool. Khaled, 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 Hey, whoa, whoa, let's Beyonce before I let go is fire. But PSA, do not play that instead of the original version at the cookouts this summer. Yeah, definitely don't do that. <laughs> somebody grow oh, up. You know somebody, you know somebody 22 year old DJ gonna play it. Oh, they already did it. I, I didn't already seen Instagram <laughs> posts. Grum, hey, grandma hey, and auntie sitting in the chair, mad in hell. They move, they they like, what is this? Oh, oh no, baby, what you doing? But uh, mm-hmm. give me give me the ox. What you know about the ox? I know now. <laughs> but yeah, all like I said, all that stuff. He he got a lot of he put a lot of time in, and he did it differently than basically everybody else. He was a solid storyteller in what he did back in the day, and I say it was different than what your stereoty- well your typical rapper was back then. N.W.A. and Big and Pac and all of that that type of music compared to what he was doing, and he was still able to to make hits and still able to get into people's homes musically with it, what he was doing because it was so different than what the norm was. So I, I don't I, I don't know where to put where I would put him in the top anything because I don't have a top anything past the top one. So as far as that no, I don't know. But overall I think he I don't I don't know what, what like rap people or actual musically inclined people that are like famous what they think of him musically but uh i feel like he probably should be higher up just off of the things that he's done and his his uh his uh what is that shit called disc discography discography that the word discography yeah all that yeah (laughs) all that (laughs) And the fact, I mean, he did, like I say, he did it the right, he did it, kind of did it the right way in terms of not selling out as far as talking about shit he ain't do. Y'all know, like, a lot of rappers out here talking about drugs and this, that, and the third. That that ain't done none of it. They homeboys was doing and they was just around or whatever the case may be. And the fact that him and Jazz been cool for forever and they ain't never switch up on each other, which... It's very uncommon. Yeah, because, boy, we know somebody that switched <laughs> up. Quick. Chill. But, uh... No, 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 no. All right, my bad. My bad. That's too far. Chill. Sorry, Sterling. I won't talk about <laughs> you. <laughs> but, uh... All of, that, all of that stuff play... That... You, you, could, you could look at that. And, this, and that plays into it because a lot of cats that came up together ain't still together now. Or they ain't got beefs or they suing each other, whatever, whatever. So that, that play a little part in there, too. Like I said, he got hits, classics, worldwide, and that's just outside of the. That's just the music part of it. We ain't. There's no need to get into the movie side of it. So, I don't know. I I think he should get more respect from the common person. Like I said, I don't know what what big time, rapidy rap people like uh, Cal and them think. I'm but a big time um, rapidy rap person. Yeah, that's just, that's kind of my. My my two senses is on it. Excuse me. Uh, see Rizzle. I don't see him as a rapper. Is it pop star? I see him as an entertainer. Yeah, same. Uh, who else is entertainer? When we speak of entertainers, who else is in that category? Um, the goat. Who's the goat? <laughs> you stupid. Continue, Roberts. Continue. If you're talking about don't Arbery, don't he's don't don't, don't pay don't pay any don't pay him anymore. Oh no! Oh, you talking? Hey, the crazy part is I say the goat because we say know because we're talking so, about ra- we're talking about hey, rapping. We know who you think the greatest rapper in the world is. I say the goat and you say his name. I digress. Anyway, so um, I see J Lo as an entertainer. She's not a great singer, but she does movies and she she dances. I would see Nick Cannon as an entertainer. He's not a great rapper, but he does a lot of other stuff. LO Cool J, you could try to put him in that category, but LO Cool J is an amazing rapper. Wow, wow, Wes. We about to go pay some bills. Fuck all lips on Hey, man, we out. And we appreciate uh, Anchor for that ad. Y'all go out there and start y'all podcast so we can uh, listen to y'all. Not for real, but you know, we got we to gotta do it because we got to do it. But the next topic we about to go into is not necessarily a question or anything. It's just kind of Talking about the evolution of group chats. 
Because I don't know. I remember back in the day, group chats was a little weird. You used one person to send something, then somebody else to send something, and it, it like, everything get chopped up, and it'd be all over the place. And just the fact of between that and compared to now, we, you fuck around and be in a group chat with people you don't know, and next thing you know, y'all tight. Or one of the, like the, I forgot them, them apps where they be throwing like, was it group me and all that shit? Just how all of that's come about and become popular. Like I said, people be starting, I seen somebody start a group chat for the, uh, something in the water zone with just a bunch of random ass people in it. So that's, uh, what, what are y'all thoughts on, uh, on group chats and how they've, they've come about? As a Canadian person myself. <laughs> uh, come a boot. My personal experience, um, I mean, I've been on it since I don't know, a lot of y'all probably ain't gonna remember this, but uh I feel like group chats, especially like iMessage, uh GroupMe, those type of platforms evolve from the uh the Coke Studios net type networks, the um, AOL Instant Messenger chat rooms. I mean, and I was involved in a lot of that. So that was like middle school era. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember them joints used to be popping. Um, and I think, like I said, group chats kind of just evolved from, from that, especially with the advent of technology um, becoming better new technologies being invented, old technologies being innovated. It's allowed for uh, improved and more consistent communication, such as group chats, uh, to easily be created and uh, maintained. So I'm not, I mean, I ain't really surprised. Uh, I think it's great, though. Um, from a uh, collaborative standpoint, you you kind of bring in, bringing people together on uh one single platform, uh, allowing them to create, because that's what we are, creators at the end of the day, allowing them to come together and create beautiful and great things. So, I mean, that's my take. Nixon? Uh, I guess I'll hop in next on this one. Man, you know, I just hate when people switch up on group chats. Like, <laughs> they take that they take that group chat shit like it's, like it's you know, like, We've been friends before the group chat, and then the group chat all of a sudden ain't ain't beneficial to your life. Uh, <laughs> we had to go down this road. Nah, I'm just saying. Hey, like, he he wanted to his mind. Like you've been cool with somebody since sixth grade, and then all of a sudden the group chat ain't beneficial. <laughs> Nigga, we we been doing shit before the group chat before before our message even existed. Now and all of a sudden I message a thing and it ain't <laughs> advantageous to your lifestyle. But I mean, you, I, I guess that everybody switch up nowadays when they find a little success. It's hard to find people that get successful and stay down with the ones they grinded with to get there. That's just my opinion, though. Um, Yo, but back to today, the like the anniversary or something, dog. <laughs> that was going in. That was so. That was so personal. Oh man. Yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. I ain't work out today, though. I had a lot of aggression. You know, but nah, I, um, I think group chats really is beneficial, and no, no pun intended on that one. It just has to come out that way. Like for work, um, it's kind of weird when people don't have iPhones though, because we, like my job, y'all know I work uh, full time, kind of sometimes, and uh, we got a group chat. But then my boss fired, what well, made me fire somebody, and next thing I know, we in the group chat, and somebody sent a message to the wrong group chat. And you know, I message you could just kick somebody out, but if they got an Android, they still getting these messages. I'm looking at the names of the list of people, and then the lady she hit me up on the side like, "Hey, why am I still getting these messages?" I'm like, "I don't know." Come to find out, it was a mistake because of the group chat. So you just got to be cautious. And then I'm sure everybody's made that mistake where they send a message to the group chat. And they, they thought they were sending the individual yeah, I people. remember you sent a specific link to a specific website. I was like, oh! <laughs> I yeah, was I did like, that. I did, I did. Think, think, thankfully, I did. thumbnails are there. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Because when y'all sent stuff, I blindly clicked. It, it means, 
I don't even reply to the group chat no more because I, I wait till I'm like by myself and open it. Because <laughs> I don't know what y'all might post. Y'all some heathens. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, leave yeah, that. Let y'all go. heard that yeah. bus? Y'all heard that bus getting started up, started up right now? Was you really about to do that? Like, wow. This is a made for TV <laughs> show. It's man, crazy. Call that man, call Back that, to the call basement, man, huh? Putting the conductor. He was about to. <laughs> Man, he throw me under the, I'm talking about throw me on the railroad tracks. Dang. Oh, man. Hey, it's crazy because I was ready for him to start talking because when he was at work last week. Allegedly. I was, allegedly. I was at work. I'll show, I'll show you the time. I'll show you the time sheet. Oh, man. Allegedly. Hey, got, he, you show us the time sheet. We'll I show got, you the I got, I got paid. <laughs> it's, not, it's not my fault that my job is in a super secret location that scrambles the location so y'all don't know where it actually is. Nah, man. This man. Nah. Only, the only place in the 7-5 that scramble locations is the basement. <laughs> this, okay. All right. It's, that, that is true, but it's not the only place. My job also scrambles locations. All right, so yeah. that's the second. You can't place. even you can't even hey, listen, call half the number part. that my job. And if if I call you, it'll come up with some random ass number. Yeah, that's tough. Shoot, Cal, the basement don't got more security yeah. than NASA. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Amazon boxes coming on the daily. Top secret. Hey, and look, the crazy part—they don't even have his name on them. They just it say to the basement, <laughs> and they just drop him off downstairs, and he walk by and pick him up. Don't nobody touch nah, him. Most of the time, they put him in the elevator and just let it go down. Yeah. To the basement, so they so he probably gave him the code. He probably put that in the special instruction. Yeah, he can't part. leave that box on the outside. Somebody probably come scoop that because it got like security, top secret stuff all over it. So, yeah, that's true. He Kyle, the only person I know got an Amazon delivery truck deliver his stuff. It don't even be a regular yeah. person. Sometimes he be having the, the drone flying. Even... Sometime and drop it off. <laughs> wow. Is... Like, is y'all done? Is, how far is y'all drone, done or is y'all finished? Reaching? No, like the drone come and it got a key to the door and it just like come fly in the room and just drop it off down there. That's that. Hey, that's that Cabrero technology. Yeah. That's his own he company too. He got. Hey, that boy really worse than Trump. He orders stuff from his own company to his own private location <laughs> and use government money to do it. It's crazy. Y'all niggas made me sound like a, the, the coolest, worst nigga in the world. <laughs> I'm dating Carrie Hilson. Dating Carrie Hilson with his luxurious uh, living quarters, stocking Amazon, and I use government money for it. That's crazy. You you so you just admitted <laughs> to it? Y'all niggas are some novel writers, boy. I tell wow. you. Wow. But group chats, yeah. Hey, you, how you feel about group chats, ladies and gentlemen? Y'all notice he has not denied it yet. Ain't no point of denying it because y'all just gonna keep hyping. So, hey, uh, Q, how do you feel about group chats? Um. I just think it's crazy how you. So no, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's cool. Like I said, it, it, it from my experience, it, it introduced me to people that I didn't necessarily know per se, and friends of friends. And then next thing you know, somebody adds somebody else, and two, three, four years later, everybody tight. So it's it's kind of good networking wise with certain people, and just like getting to know other people that you wouldn't normally come in contact with and just being able to talk to multiple people at one time instead of sending everybody individual messages as well. And, you know, the, the normal talking, you know, talking a little shit so everybody can laugh and hee hee and ha ha and whatnot. It's just interesting to see how, like I said, back in the day with AIM and just all other chat room type stuff and just how it's, show even what, no, nah, did, did, uh, Who's the Blackberry jump? BB, B, you said what? The Blackberry jump. BB, BBM. BBM? Yeah. That one, one of the groups in that jump, was it? Uh, I believe it. I think they did have group chats. I don't, I don't remember. They did have chats in BBM. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's like that. Just Blackberry Messenger. Yeah. yeah. I, I only had it for a year, so. Uh, just like seeing <laughs> that jump, that's like how, it, how everything just comes comes about. And now, with, even with the group, group message FaceTime and all of that stuff, just. Yeah, it's cool. Basically, that's all I really got. Roberts, it's straight. Damn. Next topic. Yeah, Roy. All right, so Roy is not going to introduce the topic. So, hey man, so uh, I can't sound like Roy. Dang. Uh, I ain't gonna be here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I ain't gonna be here. 
So uh, basically, Roy was supposed to introduce a topic about Magic Johnson's uh, comments about the Lakers, and he was supposed to pose a question about, is Magic Johnson really, uh, you know, how do y'all feel about Magic Johnson's comments about the Lakers, and do you think he should still be around? Basically, if y'all don't know what we're speaking about, Magic Johnson uh, went on first take the day that they uh, hired their new coach, um, and basically went on to air out all his grievances against Jeannie Buss and uh, Rob Palenka. Uh, Stephen A. Smith calls him Palinker, which bothers the heck out of me every time I hear him say it. But basically what Magic Johnson said was uh, that he was told that he was going to have some power that he never had. He wanted to fire Luke Walton. And Jeannie Buss, who was the uh, owner's, uh, the Lakers owner, was like, nah, bro, you're not going to fire him. Uh, I don't want him to go anywhere. And Magic's like, okay, well, so if you're not going to let me, you know, fire him, you know, I thought I was supposed to have this power, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I want to relieve myself from these duties. That's just what he said. That's where it started. Uh, so basically, he was also getting blind copy to emails talking trash about him between Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss. And uh, also, Rob Palenka was out telling people, you know, making jokes like, oh, Magic's not at work. Or, hey, where's Magic? Where Magic Johnson already said that he had an agreement with Jeannie Buss to uh, be able to use... I mean, be able to uh, still take care of his other companies because he actually makes more money with his other businesses than he does with the Lakers. Um, and at that point, uh, he said he lost all trust, um, so he had to leave. And as Sterling alluded to, he had a press conference impromptu when he left, and uh, people just asked him questions. And the funniest part of that whole thing is uh, they asked him a question, and I believe it was about the playoff, or not the playoffs, but in the season. He was just like, "How did he, what did he say, SP? I ain't going to be here. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, uh, pretty much with that. <laughs> Roy was supposed to pose the question of how do y'all feel about Magic Johnson comments? And also Magic came out like the day, uh, the same day was like, yo, I'm still going to help recruit to the Lakers. You know, I'm still a Laker for, uh, for life. So basically the question would be, how do y'all feel about the comments? And also, do y'all think Magic should still be around? We're going to start off with our resident Laker fan, uh, Quintavious. Um... I definitely think Magic could still be there. I think if him and Jeannie came into an agreement about uh, what his duties were going to be as far as what he could and couldn't do and how how long he was going to be there as far as, like, in the office, quote-unquote, and if all that stuff was covered, which I'm, I'm pretty sure it was, then they should have stuck with that and let Magic do his thing. I don't think Rob – needs to be where he is because he's he's not a basketball mind. He's a lawyer. He needs to be doing that side of stuff, lawyer, executive stuff, not making actual physical basketball decisions. Let Magic run run all of that and whatnot like that. But uh, I don't know. Jeannie didn't see it that way. She's kind of been running the team into the ground ever since Dr. Bus passed away. Uh. Hold on, what the brothers running it first and then she took over? Nah, she had it once he died. I thought the no, I'm tripping. Nah. Um The brother was involved at some point, right? Because I remember her firing him and that was the big news. Nah, I think and they kind of chuckled. Yeah. It was, yeah, something like that. But yeah. they weren't never she was always the okay. she was the next up. And uh But yeah, overall like they, I don't know, they just they've been making shitty decisions. Back to back to back to back. And like I said, Rob isn't a, a basketball. Played basketball, played in college, stuff like that. But he's not a basketball mind. He's more, like I said, he's a lawyer. So that's his side of the thing. But as far as him making coaching decisions, and even now they they bringing in Kurt Rambis and his wife to make decisions. They even bringing in, I think, I think his name, like Tim Howard. Not Tim Howard. His last name is Howard. But, uh. He's he's on the, the Lakers uh, marketing side. I think it is Tim Howard. Is it Tim Howard? Because Magic was like, you got Tim Howard out yeah. here making basketball right. decisions. Yeah, man. so I'm saying he's, he's marketing. He's on the marketing side of things, and uh, he's in there even making or having input in basketball stuff. And it's like, why? So I don't know. I don't necessarily hope they get that side situated, but I'm not worried about that. All I'm worried about is making sure that everybody stays healthy, and if everybody stays healthy, we'll be fine. That's my uh, fandom uh, speech thingamajig there. All right, uh, SP? 
Um, as far as is is magic in bounds with the with the comments, I believe that was one of the questions. Absolutely. I mean, I can't fault the man for speaking his truth. Uh, for me personally, I felt like he he always uh, was kind of bigger than the role that he was taking on. Um, and I believe that was the downfall of that whole situation because he was being blamed for essentially not doing his job, quote unquote. Um, and I believe it was Q that said it, uh, alluded to it. Um, I think if the job designation was uh, communicated much more effectively, uh, it wouldn't be in this situation. Be at is it may be uh no i said that no, wrong right. it's, it's too late be, it, be that as it may be that as it may i think he should still be involved with the lakers um are you talking about one of the greatest lakers of all time uh not even on top of that uh just his business acumen um and his abilities in that in that space speaks for itself speaks volumes um and i think that genie uh, as well as others that are in leadership roles now with the Lakers could learn a lot um, from him in that regard. So um, I definitely think that he should be involved. I think I think it's a lot of pride that's that's coming into this situation though um, with everything. So I don't think that Genie or leadership is going to take that role um, as far as trying to learn from Magic from a business point of view and operating your organization or your business. But, I mean, I guess we'll see. There's a lot more to come. But, uh, pause. <laughs> um, hey, getting, getting close to 11, oh, huh, SP? It's 11.07. Oh, never mind. All bets are off. He out here doing what he Time do. Time to wrap it up, fellas. Time to wrap it up. <laughs> nah, Polinka slipped into this job because he was Kobe agent. And that's what that's what that was. Apparently, Kobe was like, "Yo, keep my name out of this. Y'all ain't got nothing to do with it." Yeah. <laughs> I heard that this morning. I was weak. Yeah, yeah, that too. That's really who they need to bring back. Nah, he, nah, he, he's best off. He nah, held yeah, him, he, don't, he held him hostage. He don't so. want no. He, he got a basketball mind though. Yeah, that part, yes, but he don't. That ain't that ain't what he wanted to do. Because next thing you know, he he could I, come I, out I, of retirement. We, we talked about this a few episodes though. I think Magic stepped down so he could buy the Lakers with LeBron. <laughs> that's just my conspiracy theory, but also. Magic made some valid points when you listen to his interview about how he just wants to he wanted to be a fan of the game and be able to talk to other players without it being considered tampering, be able to tweet what yeah. he wanted. Low key, he he doesn't need the Lakers job. It just was a fantasy. It looked nice that Magic had that title, but he can actually put a better Lakers team together now that he isn't employed this by the true. Lakers. Hey, she asked him, he asked her. But no, but I'm saying like the way it works now, he don't have to answer to the NBA. Oh, yeah. He could tamper all season. Hey, I, I think you'd be a good fit with LeBron out in L.A., baby. Come on now. Come holler at Magic and us. Magic and us. What the NBA no. going to do? He ain't employed. No, I'm talking about she. he didn't ask for the position. She asked him to be to do the position. So Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. And he thought of, he thought it was a good idea because it, it, it was a good of, story. Yeah, she sold him. But he didn't realize the tampering side of it. No, I ain't going to say it all the way. That might have something to do with it. But what... If everything that she said or that he said that she had said was true as far as what he was going to be doing and all that stuff and the power that he was going to have, if you tell him that, he like, well, shit, I got the power to do I roughly. I own coach. Yeah, I can do what I want, basically, and, and make these moves. And then you throw Rob in there, and Rob was supposed to be the next guy up after Magic came in and set things up. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like now Genie pushing more Rob and Rob talking this, talking that. And all this stuff, so. <laughs> and y'all blindly copying him on emails and all that. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. I, it's it's weird. Like I said, but overall, that ain't got nothing to do with how they play on the court. So as long as they put a team together and uh, shit, keep the team we had last year, and everybody stay healthy, we'll be fine. Alrighty then, SP, the floor is yours. All right, transitioning to a little bit more of a uh, political topic. Nobody cares. All right, <laughs> and that was another episode of Council on the Clutch. Uh, <laughs> um not sure if you guys have been seeing it but in the news um social media 
Facebook, uh, more specifically, um, had announced that they're designating a few high-profile individuals as quote-unquote dangerous um, and banning them for their anti-Semitic language. Uh, a couple of examples were Louis Farrakhan, who, um, as some of you may not know, is the leader of the Nation of Islam, or he's the figurehead anyway. Um you also have Alex Jones, who's a right-wing conspirator. Crazy white guy. Pretty much. Um, known for the that show or program InfoWars, mm-hmm. uh, which actually was banned from Facebook back in 2018, August. Um, but now they're, it was brought up, um, or at least he was brought up, because now he's going to be banned on Instagram as well, which is also owned by Facebook, FYI right there. Um, so we had a Facebook, uh, spokesperson as far as speaking on why they were doing this, say at the end of the day, you're supposed to have the freedom of speech, but at the same time, as a business, you can ban whoever you want to ban. So, I mean, my opinion don't really matter. I, I think it's going it's, so. it's setting, it's setting a dangerous precedent where they're going to start either people are going to start not people, but like, like politically wise, people will start trying to get other people banned or during like elections and stuff, people will start trying to get uh, their opponents banned or get just, they, they, they setting, the, setting it up for Facebook to get paid off by people or people that work for Facebook to get paid off for people and go in and do certain things hey, to man, ban and minimize already hiding stuff anyway. Yeah, ban or minimize <laughs> stuff and all that. So it's 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 kind of setting up for some some iffy, some more iffy activities because like I said, they they already be doing some sketchy stuff as is. So it's just opening the door for more more stuff. People from you know you may how Russia get down. So they come in and do some election meddling and whatnot. So I don't know. I just I don't think. I don't think it was that deep to actually ban people. Yeah, but at the end of the day, as a business owner, you got the right to ban who you want to ban from your, uh, you know, your business. Yeah. So I mean, that, that's what it boils down to. I mean, Nixon. Yeah, what Kyle just said. <laughs> uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of Council in a Clutch, and uh, follow us on social media at Council Clutch Pod, Instagram, Twitter. Follow the Facebook page, like it, share it, subscribe it, retweet it, all that good stuff. Tell your mama, tell your auntie, tell your uncles, tell your cousins, tell your brother. Come check us out. All them. Counseling the Clutch Podcast. We out.